Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Let's talk about today's sponsor, Javi Coffee. Javi Coffee is the way I love to start off my morning. I work very, very hard for you guys to put out the best content possible. And I get my energy from Javi Coffee. Would you like to have that same energy that I have every single morning? Well, you should try Javi Coffee. And for you guys, you can actually get three bottles of Javi Coffee for only $16.95 per unit. Each bottle contains 30 servings. It will save you so much money from going to your local coffee shop. And by the way, folks, it actually tastes even better. You can use sugar. You can use mump fruit. I'm a low carb person. I don't like the carbs. This is keto friendly. And guys, it is super easy to make. Just put water in your cup. Add one teaspoon or two teaspoons of Javi coffee. Mix it up. Use whipped cream, sugar, mump fruit, whatever. And folks, it tastes absolutely amazing. So check out the link in the description or the pinned comment and get Javi coffee delivered to you today. First, here's a word from today's sponsor. Friends, I'm very concerned about food shortages coming to America. No, not local or short-lived shortages. I'm talking about a national food shortage that will affect everyone, everywhere, for a very long time. Would you be ready if that happened? Probably not. That's why I urge you to get some long-term storage emergency food from my friends at My Patriot Supply. They're the original Patriot Survival Company. Over the past decade, they've served millions of American families like yours. Their mission is your survival. And right now, you can save 25% on a four-week kit of emergency food that will save the day. Probably soon. This four-week kit has a wide variety of delicious food that provides over 2,000 calories per day. The right amount for optimum survival. Go to preparewithblackandwhite.com so you can claim your four-week emergency food kit and save 25% in the process. Order a tasty starter kit for each member of your family, and they will ship everything quickly and discreetly to your door. That's Prepare with Black and White. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rudrance for our black and white sports. If you're new to the channel, hit subscribe, pound the like button, and thank you guys and gals for watching and supporting our channel. Wow. I mean, the plot continues to thicken in regards to Cleveland Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson, a quarterback that has yet to take a solitary snap. For the Cleveland Browns, but yet was given $230 million large, fully guaranteed in what looks like possibly may be the biggest blunder in the history of NFL franchises. More and more 
information comes out about Deshaun Watson, about the 24 civil lawsuits, about more than 100 women, about 66 women that the New York Times could actually for sure narrow down. I want you to say that out loud once again. 66 women that this guy went out there and potentially perpetrated what could have been heinous, hideous acts against these women while trying to get massages or under the disguise of trying to get a massage. And the Cleveland Browns traded a wealth of picks for him. We found out the Houston Texans are potentially knee-deep in this nightmare, having enabled him, given him NDAs to try to protect him. And we forget, Deshaun Watson was once a national championship-winning quarterback with the Clemson Tigers. A guy that Dabo Sweeney once said was going to be the Michael Jordan of the NFL. No doubt, kids got talent on the field. Well, it gets even worse now. It gets even worse for Deshaun Watson because now we have a Houston police detective that did the investigating of Deshaun Watson and his alleged crimes. And they are now on the record to state they believe he did commit crimes and they are totally confused as to why he was not indicted by a grand jury. This is Florio. Houston detective has testified that she believes Deshaun Watson committed crimes. The civil cases against Brown's quarterback Deshaun Watson entail a broad and comprehensive effort to potentially find relevant evidence. That effort recently included securing sworn testimony from a Houston police detective who believes Watson committed crimes via Brent Schrodenberger of USA Today. Detective Kamisha Baker said under oath that she shared this opinion with the office of Harris County District Attorney. Baker also said she doesn't know why the grand jury opted not to indict Watson Of course, Tony Busby came out and said he believes that uh, Rusty Harden may have been given a solid by the Harris County District Attorneys. We don't know. Detective Baker, per Scrodenberger, testified that she believes Watson committed criminal, indecent assault, sexual assault, and prostitution at two cases where consensual sex happened and money changed hands. Wow. Baker got this question. Quote, did you feel confident you had the evidence needed to pursue those charges? Quote, yes. She then was asked this. And was there any doubt in your mind as the investigating officer that a crime had occurred? Was there any doubt? Quote, no. She also said there was no disagreement with her team that Watson had committed crimes. Baker testified that she met with the prosecutor, Jonna Stallings, to share her opinions on the matter. Quote, I expressed to her that we did find the complainants credible and reliable. Baker testified, that's why we did a warrant that stated they were credible and reliable. Baker did not testify during the Harris County Grand Jury proceedings on nine criminal complaints. She said she was told by Stallings that Watson's attorney, Rusty Harden, would have objections to Baker testifying before the grand jury. 
That's confusing because the suspect's lawyer has no standing whatsoever to object to anything the prosecutor does during grand jury proceedings. Wow, Florio called them out. Quote, the presumption of innocence is fundamental tenet of our justice system, attorney Leah Graham told Schroenberger in a Friday statement. It is incredibly unfortunate that this presumption was not given to Watson by one of the investigating officers. Ultimately, however, justice was served by two grand juries and two separate jurisdictions who did what this detective refused to do. Take a fair and impartial look at all the evidence before reaching a conclusion. Huh. Interesting. Frankly, the playing of the presumption of innocence card in this context is extremely disingenuous and deliberately misleading. The presumption of innocence applies only after a suspect is officially charged with a crime. If every police officer went around presuming the innocence of every potential defendant, no one would ever be charged. The police identify the people they believe that are factually guilty. The prosecutors often working with a grand jury frame the charges, if any, that flow from the available facts. Then, if the suspect becomes a defendant in a looming criminal trial, the presumption of innocence attaches. Justice, contrary to Graham's statement, was not exclusively served by the two grand juries. Justice, as a practical matter, was deferred to the civil justice system. Again, the decisions of the grand jury are not conclusive, especially without access to full presentation by Stallings. As explained earlier this week, Stallings quite possibly opted to share the information provided to her by Watson's legal team in hopes that the grand jury would not indict Watson, which would have forced her to try to prove multiple crimes beyond a reasonable doubt. While dealing with a dream team of high-priced lawyers who, as Rusty Harden demonstrated by repeatedly contacting Stalin's prior to the grand jury presentations would have made her life as a practical matter miserable for the duration of criminal cases. So let us understand, once again, Florio is saying she may have not chosen to indict him because she felt she couldn't withstand the barrage from Rusty Harden. So Watson may have just walked criminally in theory. Wow. Let's think about that a moment. Might not want to have been bothered because Hardin was wearing her out prior to the criminal grand jury proceedings to see if they were going to get indicted. Oh, I don't want to fool with it. Whoa. Okay. Okay. Is that how we're doing law now? Is that, is that why criminals are not getting indicted and they're getting brushed off and sent aside? Because you don't want to do your job, which is actually try to prosecute a criminal because you're scared they got all-star attorneys? Are you guys really making these kind of judgment calls? Wow. Huh. That's despicable, frankly. That's despicable, and it looks like we need better prosecutors if that's the case. <laughs> we're, we're potentially not trying cases based on the attorneys, not on the crime's facts presented in front of us? Holy shit. That's nuts. So, what we got here is the absurd. Keep in mind... News came out earlier, the NFL is a good long ways from making a call on Deshaun Watson. Another civil case, all this other stuff involving the New York Times article. By the way, the NFL has the right to take all of that into account. Okay, they're not the law. They're not the law. They can, they can look it into everything. If the NFL wants to talk to the New York Times, they can do that. If the NFL wants to try to talk to this Houston detective, they can do that.
and then make a determination. There are people out there right now, I heard today, Deshaun Watson, in theory, could potentially not see a snap till 2024. This is 2022. Two full seasons as the Cleveland Browns just sent Baker Mayfield home from minicamp. Jimmy Haslam has failed the Cleveland Browns fans. It is appalling that this trade was made. And any team that had got him... Now, keep in mind, even if they traded for him, they didn't have to give him that fully guaranteed contract of which all NFL owners are pissed at them right now. To this guy, of all guys... A Houston detective, a Houston police detective is on record sworn testimony that she believed he was that he had committed three different crimes and was prepared prepared to go forth and say that if he was criminally indicted. Man, Cleveland Browns have got themselves in an unbelievable mess. I said I thought he should be banned for life from the NFL, pissed a lot of people off. I don't care. I don't care. This guy's a total scumbag. He looks like a total scumbag. That's all there is to it. I'm a 49ers fan. If he was my quarterback, I'd have to go pull for Mac Jones and the Patriots. I'm just keeping it real. Tell me what you think, black and white sports fans. Peace, I'm out. Till next time, Black and White Network supporters, make sure you check out the Black and White Network merchandise store. Link in the description. Use promo code USA First, all one word. USA First, all one word. 25% off now. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no holds barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rudrance for our black and white sports. Let's talk about Jack Del Rio because, of course, he started taking heat because of these comments he made about double standards when it comes to January 6th. And, of course, versus all the lunatics that were in the streets, burning the streets down for an entire year through an entire summer that had the unmitigated goal for CNN to get out and say, oh, these are mostly peaceful protests that we're having right now. Well, Jack Del Rio called that out. And of course, in this country, when somebody doesn't agree with your opinion these days, they start calling for you to be re- to resign or be terminated. That's where we are with differences of opinion in this country over subjects. Well, my God, let's make this a race issue uh, because... The president of the NAACP wants Jack Del Rio, the defensive coordinator for the Washington uh, Commanders, to be fired. That's where we're at. Difference of opinion, lose your job. Absolutely ridiculous. And there is one phrase that's just out an out-and-out lie in here, but that's we'll get to that. This is PFT. On Wednesday night, defensive coordinator Jack Del Rio posted an apology on Twitter for referring to the January 6th insurrection as a dust-up at the Capitol. There's nothing wrong with that. But Del Rio is still facing heavy criticism 
for his press conference remarks, which were in line with what he's posted on social media websites for years. On Thursday, the NAACP president, Derek Johnson, released a statement saying that Del Rio's comments should cost him his job. All right. It's time for Jack Del Rio to resign or be terminated. By the way, he's a football coach, and he's a damn good one and a great defensive coordinator. But his personal opinions, I guess, are supposed to get him fired. His comments could not have been more offensive and ignorant. The January 6th insurrection, here we go, an attempted coup was far from a, quote, dust-up. Well, here's the thing. If Jack Del Rio wants to look at it as a dust-up, that's his right to do so. And he should be able to come out and say it, whether you like it or not. Each day, we learn more and more on just how close our democracy came to our crossity. Downplaying the insurrection by comparing it to nationwide protest, let's call it what it was, nation, nationwide looting and rioting, which were in response to a public lynching, is twisted. A uh, public lynching? I believe that is what we like to refer to as a blatant lie, but okay. You can't coach a majority black team while turning your back on the black community. It's time for you to pack up and step off the field. I don't believe Jack Del Rio said one racist thing in any of his comments and or had anything negative to say about any one black individual that I can tell whatsoever. There's no indication from commanders that Del Rio's job could be in jeopardy, but Virginia State Senator called Del Rio's remarks, quote, the nail in the coffin to end the discussion of the franchise's effort to secure public funding for a new stadium. I mean, are you kidding me right now? You're kidding me. Though Washington was number two in total defense and number four in points allowed in 2020, the team fell to 22 and 25th allowed under Del Rio in 2021. So every black person should be outraged about what Jack Del Rio had to say, right? Derek Johnson? Well, enter Jonathan Allen because he could give two shits about Jack Del Rio's opinions. Why? Because this is a professional relationship and he understands Jack Del Rio has a right to an opinion. That's the way America is supposed to work without fear of losing your job. Let's get to this. This is also from PFT. Some outside the commander's organization, including the NAACP, are calling for Jack Del Rio's resignation or termination as the team's coordinator. Defensive tackle Jonathan Allen, though, isn't one of them. Allen, who played for Del Rio for the past two seasons, said he's unbothered by Del Rio's comments comparing the 2020 social injustice rioting and looting, I cleaned that up for you, Charlene Williams, to the insurrection at the Capitol in 2021. Quote, me personally, I don't care about his opinion, Allen told J.P. Finley of NBC Sports, Washington.com on Wednesday. Quote, as long as he shows up every day, he works hard. That's what I want from my defensive coordinator. In the Wednesday's news conference, Del Rio shared his beliefs 
that there are two standards in the conversations about the protest and the insurrection. He later tweeted an apology for calling the January 6th insurrection, insurrection a dust-up at the Capitol. Well, Allen had more to say. Quote, in my opinion, everyone's entitled to their own opinion, Allen said. Some guys decided to share it on Twitter. Some guys don't. It doesn't make one person better than the other. At the end of the day, you have a difference of opinion and still respect one another. It's what we used to do in this country. I feel like that's what our country is about. There you go. And that's what our team is about. So you've got the NAACP, the president, calling for his job. Jack Del Rio's making this a race issue. Oh my God, he must be a racist. And then John, Jonathan Allen answering back by saying, nope, Jack Del Rio has a right to his opinion. I respect his opinion, by the way. Jack Del Rio's a good football coach. He comes in every day. He works hard. Look, let's be clear about something. Jack Del Rio is one of the most well-respected NFL coaches of the last 20 years. Either head coach, didn't always work out, sometimes it did. But as a defensive mind, Jack Del Rio is considered one of the best. It's absolutely unbelievable that the first response when you don't like an opinion now is, let's go for the job and let's pull out that lazy-ass, low-hanging fruit pathetic excuse for a race card and lay it on the table. Horseshit. Absolute horseshit. I applaud Jonathan Allen for being a true man, being a real man, and standing up and saying, everybody's got a right to an opinion. Don't have to agree. Jack Del Rio comes in, works hard, does his job, and I like working for him. What do you got to say about that? Let me guess, Derek Johnson, Jonathan Allen's now a no-good white supremacist. I mean, hell, if you can call John Matrix a white supremacist and Larry Elder, I guess John, Jonathan Allen can join the crew. By the way, you want to know what they all three have in common, Derek Johnson? They're black. Tell me what you think, black and white sports fans. Peace. I'm out. Till next time, Black and White Network supporters, make sure you check out the Black and White Network merchandise store. Link in the description. Use promo code USA First, all one word. USA First, all one word. 25% off now. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into. Black and white sports on YouTube. The no holds barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rodrance for black and white sports. If you're new to the channel, make sure you hit subscribe. Ground and pound that like button. And as always, thank you guys and gals for watching. We've got a big, big update on the killing of a young teenager who was using a uh, splatter ball gun. And shot the gun, evidently, at some guys. Well, some guys took it upon themselves to literally beat him to death. And this happened just outside of LeBron James's school up in Ohio. Well, it looks like the U.S. Marshals have caught three suspects in relation to this brutal killing 
And we will get to this. This is from the New York Post. Three arrested in connection to fatal beating of Ohio teen Ethan Liming. Three men have been arrested in connection to the killing of a teenager outside LeBron James's founded Ohio High School in early June. Federal authorities announced Saturday. Ethan Liming, 17, was found beaten to death on June 2nd in the parking lot of I Promise School in Akron. In a press release, the U.S. Marshal Service revealed that the federal entity's Northern Ohio Violent Fugitive Task Force and Akron Police on Saturday morning arrested Deshaun Stafford, 20, Tyler Stafford, 19, and Donovan Jones, 21, at two different residential buildings in Akron. Liming was brutally beaten to death at around 10.46 p.m. on June 2nd. Authorities have said the teen died from blunt force trauma to the head after he drove around with friends and shot a water gun at people. My God, he was beaten to death over a water gun. Jesus. Liming was lying on the ground in the parking lot when the police arrived. Officials say they were unable to save him, and he was pronounced dead at the scene. There is the young man that lost his life, and there's the water gun. I mean, really. Quote, I am happy to report today that officers with Akron Police Department made several arrests in connections to the death of Ethan Lemming. We thank the members of the community for their outpouring of support that helped investigators throughout this investigation, said Akron Police Chief Stephen Milet in a news release. While I believe the news of the arrest will be welcomed by Ethan's family and loved ones, we are all recognized that nothing will bring Ethan back. Violence in this country must stop. We are losing too many lives to senseless acts of violence. Akron Mayor Dan Horrigan said that Liming's, quote, senseless and tragic death has touched every person in our community. My thoughts and prayers remain with the entire Liming family at this time. This crime impacted an entire community, and we stand alongside the community in seeking justice for Ethan. U.S. Marshal Pete Elliott said in a statement, Police said, quote, in the moments leading up to the incident, one or more occupants in Lemming's vehicle were riding around the surrounding areas, shooting the splatter ball water bead blaster at objects and possibly unsuspecting people, according to a statement in Fox News. They drove to the basketball courts where a group of teams, quote, targeted or approached the subjects who were on the court and fired the jail soft gun at them in an incident that apparently provoked the killers. On Thursday, police offered a reward for up to $30,000 for information leading to the arrest of Liming's killers. Liming's father, Bill, told Fox News in a story published Friday that his son was a loving, charitable person, quote, with a bright future ahead. Liming's father said that his son planned on becoming a lawyer. Jesus. And there are the three assholes involved. That's right. So a young man lost his life over what we just called stupid stupid kid tricks growing up. Absolutely unbelievable. At least they nailed these three guys. This happened right outside LeBron James's school in in Akron. Wow. Unbelievable. Unbelievable situation. Very sad situation for uh Ethan's family and uh it's just a damn shame. More violence, senseless violence in this country. I mean, nobody has a sense of humor anymore, and here we are with a situation like this. We we broke this story the other day. 
when the incident happened, when this came out, and here we are with, I'm sure, what the family hopes is the first step to a conclusion that will end in justice. Tell me what you think, black and white sports fans. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Black and White Network supporters, make sure you check out the Black and White Network merchandise store. Link in the description. Use promo code USA First, all one word. USA First, all one word. 25% off now. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no holds barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rudrance for our black and white sports. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to celebrate oh, the failures of the Marxist NBA of China. Something we have not done in quite some time is a ratings video on the dumpster fire rolling downhill at a high rate of speed. On a tire fire known as the NBA ratings. Now, let's see. People uh, tried to turn tune in for a, uh, a basketball series. Warriors, Celtics on paper. Mm, that might sound pretty good. Uh, but during this series alone, we let's see. We got the Brittany Griner, please bring her home t-shirt affair. And we also got the... Oh my God, everybody give up their guns political statement where the Boston Celtics, one of their players literally threatened they might boycott uh, because they don't want you to have your guns anymore. And Adam Silver wonders why this league is falling on its ass and may never, ever get up. Now, I brought an old friend, somebody that many of you remember, especially the old-school subscribers, the ones pre, say, 50,000 subs. Crying-ass LeBron James is back. He's in the corner of my screen down there. Man, he's not doing much better, is he? he? He's still crying his eyes out. Let's get to this, because the NBA ratings for the finals, Game 4, are all-time epically shitty. Breitbart, ratings for Game 4 of the NBA Finals tank. The game between the Golden State Warriors and the Boston Celtics got horrible ratings on Friday, bringing in less than 8 million viewers on ABC. It should be noted that ABC is on free. Free, that's that's my favorite F word. My favorite four-letter F word. Free. Television. No services needed. No streaming. No dish. No cable. Free. If you got a clothes hanger and a way to hook it up, you might still be able to get a signal. I think that's the old days. Free television, which is still by far the biggest audience you can possibly reach. And the ratings, they could not draw 8 million viewers. That's pathetic. Uh, not only that, but you got really the most popular team in the league, the Warriors, taking on another big market in the Celtics. Think about that. And you're getting a ratings bump because LaChina James isn't in it. 
107-97 Warriors win over the Celtics only earned a average of 7.95 million viewers, according to earlier data reported by TVSeriesFinale.com. While Game 4 was still the highest-rated show on Friday, it was a thud in the ratings compared to past Game 4 outings. In 2018, wow, just four years ago, for instance, the Warriors and the Cavaliers NBA Finals Game 4 earned a 9.3 and 16.2 million viewers on ABC. Jesus, they're down 8 million viewers from four years ago. And yet, the 2018 game was a fall in the ratings down 13% over 2017. 19.1 million views uh, viewers. My God, the NBA, think about this. The NBA is down 11 million viewers a game from five years ago. It was also lower than 2016 at 16.6 million. But these are all higher numbers than this year's numbers. Much higher numbers than this year's numbers. Still, this year's rating was a slight rise over Game 4 in 2020 and 2021. Game 4 in 2020, that was the the, uh, COVID bubble series, I think. That was 7.54 million. And in 2021, 10.25 million. Anyway, it doesn't matter. The last three years, they're all shitty. Plain and simple. The NBA continues to lay an egg. It's pushed guys like Enos Cantor Freedom out of the league because they chose to speak up against the atrocities in China. I mean, LeBron James is still in the league. LeBron James is not even in the series which has raised the ratings, and the ratings are still this bad. The NBA is a nightmare. It's a nightmare. I remember when the NBA legitimately, legitimately had solid claim to the number two sport that there was in all of sports, even bigger than baseball for a few little Michael Jordan years there. Now... The NBA is an afterthought, a total afterthought. Adam Silver, you have successfully destroyed a league that MJ, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, and the great David Stern built into a juggernaut. Congratulations. Lay in the bed that you made. But we're all going to celebrate your failures. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Black and White Network supporters, make sure you check out the Black and White Network merchandise store. Link in the description. Use promo code USA First, all one word. USA First, all one word. 25% off now. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into. Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rodrance for our Black and White Sports. If you're new to the channel, hit subscribe, ground and pound the like button. And as always, thank you guys and gals for watching our channel. 
Well, it seems that great safety for the Baltimore Ravens, a future walk-in Hall of Famer, without a doubt, don't want to take nothing away from Ed Reed for his playing career, but he clearly is not the sharpest tool in the shed. Now, a lot of outrage this week from Washington Redskins slash football team slash commander slash whatever in the hell they're going to be called this week. Defensive coordinator Jack Del Rio came out and made a comment that I'm going to just keep it blatantly real with you. Millions upon millions upon millions of Americans absolutely agree with. The double standard between the BLM and Antifa riots and a one-day event, the lack of the, 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 the unbelievable, unmitigated goal that people feel like we should not be able to have an opinion about how one, as, as, Ed, as, as, as Jack Del Rio said, Look, there's there's a committee in prime time over that shit. Where in the hell is the committee and and the prime time event over all the lawlessness, all the things burning to the ground, calling out this right here? I'm going to show it to you. Of course, the New York Times. This was a story last year because the New York Times was talking about the rioting. Supposed peaceful protesting. They ignored 18 deaths and $2 billion in damage over the course of how many months? They ignored that. And Jack Del Rio called it out. He called it out. He said, man, you're making a big, big deal over one day. One day... Now, he said the fact that nobody had died. Ashley Babbitt lost her life. Rest in peace. Former member of the military. But he called it out, and he got fined. The commanders fined him $100,000, which is just embarrassing for the NFL. You're saying one of your coaches is not allowed to have an opinion that is just that, an opinion. That's the way he feels. I think millions of Americans agree. Why the hell is this made, being made such a big deal, but it was okay for people to just burn the country to the ground? It was just okay for David Dorn in St. Louis to lose his life from BLM rioters, a former police chief. Nah, that's okay. That guy was black. You motherfuckers didn't give a shit about him. And now Ed Reed's outraged. Okay. I mean, you might be a hell of a football player, but you're damn sure ignorant. Let's get to this. Former Raven Ed Reed says a $100,000 fine for Jack Del Rio is, quote, not enough. All right. This is Breitbart. Former Baltimore Ravens safety Ed Reed, who spent nearly his entire playing career alongside a friend and fellow player charged with murder, believes that a $100,000 fine the Washington Commanders levied against defensive coordinator Jack Del Rio is, quote, not enough. Oh, today, Ed Reed is outraged. On Friday, the Commanders fined Del Rio $100,000 for referring to the January 6th Capitol riots as, quote, a dust-up. 
That's his opinion. It should be okay to have an opinion. Del Rio had made the dust-up comment while addressing a tweet in which he questioned the emphasis the left has placed on the January 6th riots while seeming to not possess the same level of interest in prosecuting those who rioted across the country in the aftermath of the killing of George Floyd. Though Del Rio apologized for calling the riots a dust-up, he should not have apologized. He should not have had to apologize. It's appalling that Ron Rivera, the commanders, Dan Snyder, Roger Goodell, and the NFL felt the need that, to make this man go out there and apologize for that statement. Ron Rivera, the commander's head coach and longtime friend of Del Rio, publicly criticized his coach and friend for the comments while calling January 6th a, quote, act of domestic terrorism. What do you think we watched over 18 months? Really? On Saturday morning, Reed took to Twitter to say that Del Rio's punishment was harsh and not enough. Quote, today I'm sick and tired. A dust up, exclamation point. A hundred thousand is not enough. Money ain't nothing to a person who recycled through coaching. It's always one. First it was Saban. Now it's Jack to remind us what it is. Man, if you coached by him, put your pants on. It's simple. Right and wrong and wrong. I don't know what that means, Ed Reed. But uh, if you don't understand that George Floyd or anybody else, once again, statistics do not support the claim of of police brutality actually being a thing. They still don't. Even today, those numbers haven't changed. If you don't understand that there are millions upon millions upon millions of Americans that agree with Jack Del Rio... They sat back, watched the country burn to the ground, watched lawlessness, watched 18 people lose their lives, mostly black people, by the way, by hands of rioters and Antifa, BLM. This is what the way law-abiding citizens look at things, Ed Reed. Nothing gives you the excuse to go out in the streets and, and do what was done over 18 months. Nothing. Why? It's against the law. You don't get to go out and ruin people's property, cause destruction, cause damage, kill people, throw rocks through glasses so you can run in and steal Nikes and run out. You don't understand why people are are drawing that correlation, why they're calling out that bullshit, why everybody in the mainstream media is ignoring it, why people like you are ignoring it. You don't understand why people feel that way. That's a you problem. It's a you problem. Us. Bullshit, man. We're all citizens of the United States. We are. But people took that issue from George Floyd, that case, and they used it as an excuse. That's all it was. And liberal prosecutors around the country, liberal governors, they just let it all happen. I imagine if you peel back the curtain, Jack Del Rio is pissed. Like a lot of us. 
And if you think the BLM riots and Antifa riots didn't fuel January 6th, you're out of your mind. People sat back and watched nobody do anything about all that death and destruction. It was a get-out-of-jail-for-free card. They watched all that happen. But no, people are outraged over one day, one motherfucking day, compared to all of that. Again, law-abiding citizens don't believe you have an excuse to burn down the country for any reason. Any goddamn reason. Ed Reed's ignorant. He's ignorant. And obviously, all he sees is color here. That's it. Us. Maybe it should be more we. Maybe that's part of the problem. Quit pulling the race card for everything. Yeah, Jack Del Rio has the right to have an opinion in this country. And that's okay. And it should be without repercussion. Because his comments didn't hurt anybody. There was nothing, no physical harm in Jack Del Rio's comments whatsoever. It also doesn't make him a racist, by the way. Again, there is no good excuse to burn down the country and kill people and cause billions of dollars in damage. Not one good reason. Tell me what you think, black and white sports fans. Ed Reed, today's latest social justice champion, he's mad because Jack Del Rio wasn't fined enough. Okay, stick to football. It it seems to be what you are truly good at. Because it's certainly not giving political commentary. Tell me what you think. Peace, I'm out. Till next time. Black and White Network supporters, make sure you check out the Black and White Network merchandise store. Link in the description. Use promo code USA First, all one word. USA First, all one word. 25% off now. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into. Black and white sports on YouTube. The no holds barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. Black and white sports fans, we're going to be talking about Jack Del Rio here in this video and also Colin Kaepernick. Guys, I guess everybody should have actually foresaw this happening right now. As you guys know, Colin Kaepernick wants to apparently get back into the NFL. He had a uh, workout with the Las Vegas Raiders. But he is still not on an NFL roster. Now, Jack Del Rio expressed his opinion on January 6th and the BLM riots of uh, 2020. And the Washington Commanders, formerly known as the Redskins, fined him $100,000 for expressing his opinion. Because according to them, he had the wrong opinion. Now, guys, all of a sudden now on Twitter... Guess who is trending on Twitter now? That would be one Colin Kaepernick. Ladies and gentlemen, Colin Kaepernick is um, trending on Twitter because he is not on an NFL roster. 
And Colin Kaepernick, as you guys know, kneeled for the national anthem for quote unquote police brutality. When in turn, all he has done is fatten his pockets, Netflix deals, Nike money. He has been well taken care of, folks. And these people on Twitter do not like it that Colin Kaepernick is not in the league and that Jack Del Rio is still in the league. Let's go over here to Twitter. You can see here NFL Trends tweets out. Trending NFL fans are talking about how Commander's Jack Del Rio has a job after comments and former 49ers quarterback Colin Kaepernick does not. Well, there is a simple answer as to why Jack Del Rio is still in the NFL and Colin Kaepernick is not. Jack Del Rio is better at what he does than Colin Kaepernick. It is just that simple. The next tweet here says Kaepernick was literally blacklisted from the NFL. No. Colin Kaepernick opted out of his contract. He did. And he shouldn't have done that because he really wasn't that good anymore the last time that we saw him. This is ridiculous here. Now, there's so many comments here. I'm not going to read uh, every single one of them. Uh, Mike Lupica actually um, wrote an article as well talking about how Jack Del Rio is just another problem here for um, the Redskins. Um, let's see what else is going on uh, right here as well. It says here. Kaepernick took a knee to protest racial injustice. Uh, Jack Del Rio gave uh, those fighting for equality the middle finger. Mike Lupica, Jack Del Rio, just the latest problem for the NFL with the toxic Washington commanders. Now, Jack Del Rio. He did not give the middle finger. To those people fighting for racial equality. If you actually just listen to what he said, he said he was just asking the question. He didn't even say that um, that um, the whole January 6th um, investigation was a waste of time. He never said that. He just said, if you're going to investigate that, why didn't you do the same thing for the BLM riots and Antifa riots of uh, 2020? That's all he did. But of course, you know, the Wolsters out there actually um. Don't actually um, watch sports. These guys still still think that Colin Kaepernick is good when clearly he is not. This other tweet here. If you're currently defending Jack Del Rio's right to free speech and you attack Colin Kaepernick for taking a knee, then you actually don't want free speech. You want obedience. Now, Colin Kaepernick had every right to say what he wanted to say. But. Colin Kaepernick was also um, saying a lot of dumb stuff as well. He was going after um, the police. He's talking about how he hated this country. He was praising Fidel Castro. Yeah, Colin Kaepernick went about it the wrong way to get any points across on his feelings. And a lot of people don't agree with him. When you start praising Fidel Castro, that is a problem. Now, this is dumb right here. The Washington commanders should pick up Colin Kaepernick Seems like Jack Del Rio could use the guidance. Yeah, right. Not going to happen. This is just dumb right here. This is dumb. Now. You can see here. In this tweet here. It says Kaepernick didn't utter a single word. K- 
Kaepernick simply took a knee. Kaepernick uh, hasn't been able to play in the NFL since then uh, for not uttering a word. Del Rio still has his job. Now, the reply to this tweet says, Jack Del Rio is a great coach with no age ceiling. Colin Kaepernick is a below average quarterback who doesn't pass well, who is easily replaced by a younger guy who throws. Absolutely. These people are crazy. Now, it says Kaepernick didn't utter a single word. Yeah, he says some really, really dumb stuff. He, he has really, really dumb stuff. But these people, man, don't know sports. They don't watch sports. They're just spewing out dumb stuff. This next person says Kaepernick sil- silently protested police brutality and is banned from the NFL. Jack Del Rio falsely equivocated the world. Uh, worldwide BLM protests, not riots, to the capital, quote unquote, insurrection. Systemic oppression versus thinking thinking election was uh, stolen. It wasn't. Gets fine. Truth ban. Lie fine. This is utterly ridiculous right here. This is ridiculous right here. Th- these people are out of their minds, folks, completely out of their minds. And I'm not surprised, you know, that uh, Colin Kaepernick is actually uh, trending on Twitter right now. I guess this was the perfect storm right here. You have um, a, uh, a white Latino in uh, Jack Del Rio. Yes, he's Latino. His father is from Spain. And you have the whole Colin Kaepernick thing going in the same route. Jack Del Rio, white man, uh, gets fine. Colin Kaepernick, not, not in the league anymore as of right now. We actually have to see what happens. And these people... Lose their minds. Folks, this may actually be going on for the next uh, 50 years. Colin Kaepernick being in his 80s in, um, in uh, 50-something years, and these people are still going to be out there screaming, why doesn't Colin Kaepernick get an opportunity? Well, for one thing, he's just not good anymore. He's not. Colin Kaepernick has actually had multiple opportunities. I know I sound like a broken record. I'm not going to go into that again, man, but that's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white sports fans, these people on Twitter have completely lost their minds. Anyway, guys, let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure to subscribe to Black and White Sports, and we'll catch you next time. Black and White Network supporters, make sure you check out the Black and White Network merchandise store. Link in the description. Use promo code USAFIRST, all one word. USAFIRST, all one word, 25% off now. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. Black and white sports fans, we're going to be talking about YouTuber and celebrity boxer Jake Paul. Now, I don't know if he necessarily calls himself a celebrity boxer, but he has boxed celebrities, a couple of other athletes. But um, I do believe he needs to fight a real boxer. But I respect the hustle of uh, Jake Paul. Jake Paul making a lot of money, but um, he do needs to fight a real boxer. But in the meantime, he just had another fight and it was a Mike Tyson style knockout in the first 15 seconds. 
Well, Jake Paul went after one Joe Biden. Now, guys, I'm putting this on the sports channel because Jake Paul is in the uh, sports world. And Jake Paul is now entering into the world of politics by knocking out Joe Biden. Check this out. Jake Paul breaks silence on Joe Biden's record and voters. You are the American problem. Ladies and gentlemen, there is no defense whatsoever. Gas prices over five dollars a gallon. It's only going to get worse. And there's a whole bunch of things I can actually get into with the 2020 election, but we're not going to be talking about here that necessarily here in this video. But check out this tweet that uh, Jake Paul put out. I don't know what uh, made him do this. Maybe he just saw the high gas prices, the record inflation. Um, Seems like every week on the network channel, we're actually talking about a new low when it comes to job approval rating for Beijing Biden. But uh, Jake Paul tweeted this out. Number one. High gas prices. That goes without saying. And he's talking about Biden's accomplishments. This is Biden's accomplishments right here. Number one, high gas prices. We see it, man. And out here where I'm at is um about 480 right now in the Houston area around me where I'm at. The cheapest gas is still like 447. And that's at the, actually at the grocery store, but everywhere else, 480. Uh, number two, worse inflation. Yes. Inflation is at a 41 year high. I actually talked about this on the network channel. I went to Costco last week. I have a Costco membership. I had a half of a basket, half a basket, $200. I was like, what did I get? I didn't really get nothing. $200 inflation. Now, this third thing he's talking about, and I'm not into crypto, but he says plummeting crypto prices. Now, this is not really a surprise either. Not really a surprise, but I don't know much about uh, crypto. Number four, highest rent prices ever. Well, naturally, if inflation is going to go up, your rent is going to go up. But guess what, folks? You didn't get a eight, nine percent increase in your salary. So that's what that's is actually causing um, inflation. And um, hey, everything's just going up. Your rent's going to go up, too. Now, the fifth one right here, he says, created new incomprehensible language. I'm assuming that he's talking about Biden's gaffes because Biden, when he talks, he makes absolutely no sense. And also um, the Waltzers over there, you know, with this um, whole new non-gendered language and stuff like that, kind of crazy too. Maybe he's talking about Biden's gaffes right there. But he says this, if you're reading this and you voted for Biden and you still don't regret it, then you are the American problem. Shout out to uh, Jake Paul for this. Now, I don't necessarily know where he lands on the political spectrum. I really don't know, to tell you the truth. And you know what? Overall, it really shouldn't matter. He's recognizing the problems and this guy's a millionaire. So he's going to be pretty comfortable. But I'm pretty sure he knows that everybody is suffering because of uh, Biden here. Now, there's a clip here, too, guys. Check this out. This is from... um, RNC research, uh, quote, no more drilling on federal lands, no more drilling, including offshore, no ability for the oil industry to continue to drill, period. There's a short clip here. And Joe Biden is just saying, you know, hey. This is part of the plan to destroy your life. Listen to this. 
Would there be any place for fossil fuels, including coal and fracking, in a Biden administration? No, we would would work it out. We would make sure it's eliminated. No more drilling on federal lands. No more drilling, including offshore. No ability for the oil industry to continue to drill, period. I guarantee you. We're going to end fossil fuel. What about, say, stopping fracking and stopping pipeline infrastructure? No more, no new fracking. We are going to get rid of fossil fuels. I've argued against uh, any more oil drilling or gas drilling on federal lands. No one's going to build a coal-fired plant again, and we're going to get rid of the ones we have now. Have a transition from the oil industry, yes. Would you be willing to sacrifice some of that growth? Yes, it is. Even knowing potentially that it could displace thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of blue-collar workers in the interest of transitioning to that greener economy? The answer is yes. He said it right there, man. He was coming out to make your lives a living hell. And he has succeeded in doing that. But uh, shout out to Jake Paul for acknowledging this, guys. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know what actually possessed him to actually come out and put out that tweet. But, man, it's really bad right now. Really, really bad. And I think we actually have all the way way through uh, 2024 this. Man, we are in for a long haul here, folks. It's going to be really, really bad. So buckle up. I mean, we're all making sacrifices, guys. I mean, even here on YouTube, I'm going to be honest. The money isn't where it it was. It's getting it's getting kind of bad to tell you the truth. It's actually picked up a little bit here, a little bit this month. But that's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white sports fans. Let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure to subscribe to Black and White Sports. And we'll catch you next time. Black and White Network supporters, make sure you check out the Black and White Network merchandise store. Link in the description. Use promo code USAFIRST, all one word. USAFIRST, all one word. 25% off now. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. tuning into black and white sports on youtube the no holds barred truth on sports the main event starts now black and white sports fans we're going to be talking about jack del rio here in this video as you guys know jack del rio expressed his opinions on january 6th and the riots of 2020 he was just asking a simple question why are we focusing strictly on january 6th and not on all of the uh, the violence and looting and burning and murder that happened in the summer of blood in 2020. Now, when it comes to uh, January 6th, one person lost their life di- directly as a result of uh, January 6th. Well, you had 30 people and over $2 billion of damage from all of the uh, destruction in the summer of blood. But there's a committee for January 6th because... There is political motivation for that. It is to pander to the left when the left was actually burning down cities night after night for the better part of six months, all in the name of St. George Floyd. And Jack Del Rio asked, why are we focusing on that? But not on uh, January 6th, I should say, but not on all of the rioting and looting in the summer of 2020. And he is right about that. But. The Washington Commanders, their head coach, Ron Rivera, 
fine Jack Del Rio $100,000 because, you know, when it comes to St. George Floyd, you can't criticize any of that stuff. Well, Tucker Carlson of uh, Fox News came out and he slammed uh, Ron Rivera for finding Jack Del Rio over here on Mediate. Tucker Carlson calls Ron Rivera a fascist moron after commanders, really the Redskins, and he takes a shot at the name, too, by the way. Um, after commanders fire finds uh, Jack Del Rio for January 6th comments. Let's go ahead and check out this clip here. And this, I believe, is from last night. Was a football coach. He's defensive coordinator for the Washington Commanders, formerly known as the Redskins, till for some reason that was unacceptable. So- of course, you know, they got down on two knees to please the woke mob. So a few days ago, Del Rio pointed out that nobody seems to talk about the BLM riots anymore and said they're pretending to care about January 6th. Well, he was attacked for this because you're not allowed to, like, tell the truth at any level whatsoever. So he came back and said he stood by his comments. Here's what he said. I think we all as Americans have the right to express ourselves, especially if you're being respectful. I'm being respectful. I just asked a simple question. Really, did I? Let's get right down to it. What did I ask? A simple question. Why are we not looking into those things? Oh, he thought he had a right to respectfully express himself in the land of the free. But it turns out, no. Just hours ago, the coach of the Washington Commanders, a fascist moron called Ron Rivera, announced that Jack Del Rio has no right to talk and he's being fined $100,000 for doing it. Rivera began by claiming that, quote, lives were lost on January 6th, which is a lie. Then he continued this way, quote, our organization. Okay. The one life that was lost was Ashley Babbitt, who was shot by the Capitol Police. She was the only one. Now, there were some other people. I mean, some uh, police officers that lost their lives, but it wasn't a result of January 6th. Uh, One guy had like a stroke, I believe, like a few days later or something. Had nothing to do with January 6th. But let's go move on will not tolerate any equivalency between those who demanded justice in the wake of George Floyd's murder and the actions of those on January 6th who sought to topple our government. And- wow. Think about that, guys. Think about that right there. Our organization will not tolerate any equivalency between those who demanded justice in the wake of George Floyd's murder. OK, so you mean to tell me that the man that shot David Dorn dead was actually out there demanding justice for George Floyd. I'm not going to buy that for one second. He killed David Dorn over a TV. He did. What are, What about the little girl that was uh, shot across um, a shot by the Wendy's because BLM just decided to pull out a gun and shoot her. Sequoia Turner, remember eight years old, Ron Revere. Do you think those people are actually demanding justice for George Floyd? They shot an eight year old black girl. This is a ridiculous comment here from uh, the Washington Commanders and uh, Ron Rivera. End quote. If you can think of a line more filled with cant, dishonesty and propaganda than that, send us a text and tell us what it is, because we can't. I mean, that's just flat out Maoist. Basically, what he's saying is shut up. You're no longer allowed to talk. If you disagree with the orthodoxy, you will be punished. This is an NFL team and it's happened. Yeah. Tucker Carlson is one hundred percent right. Ron Rivera 
completely jumped the gun on this. And think of this, guys. Not one time did Jack Del Rio said that um, we should not be investigating January 6th. He never said that. He just saying, if we're going to focus on that, why don't we actually do an investigation into all of the damage that happened in summer 2020? Because that was way worse than what happened on January 6th. Because when it comes to January 6th, you actually had had police officers just allowing people in. There's a whole bunch of other stuff that um I probably can't talk about here on YouTube. When it comes to letting people in the door, I'm going to leave that there, man. But Tucker Carlson overall is right. This is ridiculous that uh, Jack DeRio got fined. But that's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white sports fans. Let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure to subscribe to Black and White Sports. And we'll catch you next time. Black and White Network supporters, make sure you check out the Black and White Network merchandise store. Link in the description. Use promo code USA First, all one word. USA First, all one word. 25% off now. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. Well, Black and White Sports fans, we have some sibling conflict in the NFL. So we're going to be talking about the Los Angeles Chargers. I still want to call them the San Diego Chargers. You know, remember the song, the San Diego Superchargers? Pretty cool. But the owner of um, the Las Vegas Chargers, Dean Spanos, he's getting sued by his sister. Now, the Chargers are owned by all of the siblings. There's actually four kids. Each one of them actually owns 15%. And also there's a trust that owns uh, roughly about a third of the team. And Dean Spanos and his sister, Dia, actually are the co-trustees of that. So that is where the major conflict arises. Now, Dean Spanos is the controlling owner. And his sister, Dia, this seems to be a power grab as she now wants control of the Chargers. And guys, she is playing the misogynistic card. Check this out. You can see here it says Dean Spanos accused of misogynistic behavior by sister in Chargers ownership lawsuit. A brewing battle over ownership of the Los Angeles Chargers just got publicly ugly. Dean Spanos, Barbarian, part owner of the Chargers and sister of controlling owner Dean Spanos, accused her brother of misogynistic behavior, self-dealing and repeated breaches of fiduciary duty in a lawsuit over control of the team, according to ESPN. Barbarian is reportedly seeking sole control of a family trust that accounts for uh, more than one third of the Chargers ownership. Her lawsuit filed to Thursday in San Joaquin County Superior Court also reportedly requests Spanos be removed as co-trustee and seeks unspecified financial damages. The lawsuit reportedly argues Dean Spanos, uh, his leadership of the charges, specifically moving the team from San Diego to Los Angeles, 
has left the team in financial dire straits. Bavarian claims the Spanos family trust to be all but insolvent and that the family must sell the team to satisfy the trust's debts, debt obligations estimated at over $358 million. In addition to claims of Dean diverting $105 million from the trust to various debts and borrowing $60 million to purchase an airplane for Dean and brother Michael's use, Barbarian uh, paints her two brothers as misogynists. <laughs> and this is from ESPN here. It says Barbarian accuses brothers Dean and Michael of repeatedly acting out of their deeply held misogynistic attitudes and sense of entitlement as the men of the family and to rationalize uh, their pitiful behavior, which she believes is intended to teach her that a woman has no rights, no matter what any trust instrument might say, close quote. The lawsuit also states that Dean and Michael believe to their cores that regardless of what their parents intended and their wills specified, men are in charge and women should shut up. So she's playing this misogynistic card, guys. And in today's era, you know, this is not really a surprise. It's really not. Barbarian previously filed a petition last year to force the sale of the Chargers who have had to pay a $645 million relocation fee for the privilege of moving up uh, the coast to Southern California. The move remains controversial at best as the team initially struggled to attract fans in the already sports saturated market. The Los Angeles Rams, her earlier, earlier arrival and continued success didn't help. The team managed to rank in the top 10 in attendance uh, with 70,240 fans per home game. But this new lawsuit indicates the team needs much more money flowing its way. However, guys, the siblings of uh, Diaz Spanos have come in and responded as well. And this includes her sister. It says here soon after the report that Barbarian's lawsuit was published, her three siblings and their families released a statement claiming her accusations to be false and provocative uh, via uh, Gilbert Manzano of the Orange County Register. It says this, it is unfortunate that our sister Dia, who clearly has no interest in continuing to participate in the family's businesses, has resorted to leveling false and provocative charges in an attempt to impose her will on the rest of the family. The three of us and our children representing more than 75 percent of the family and its ownership of the business stand united in support of our parents and grandparents wishes, including to the uh, continued ownership of the chargers. In other words, we're not going to sell, guys. What do, what do you guys think of this? This is a family battle that has um, gotten really ugly. If you ask me, I guess it'll continue to get ugly. Maybe Dia just came out of and uh, accused the brothers of being misogynistic. But however, her other sister stands with the brothers. So I don't know what's going to come of this, guys. I really don't. But this is just a crazy, crazy story um, out there. Publish is public now. So we'll have to see what happens. But that's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white sports fans. Let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure to subscribe to Black and White Sports, and we'll catch you next time.
Black and White Network supporters, make sure you check out the Black and White Network merchandise store. Link in the description. Use promo code USA First, all one word. USA First, all one word. 25% off now. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rodrance for our Black and White Sports. If you're new to the channel, make sure you hit subscribe, punch the like button, and as always, thank you guys and gals for supporting Black and White Sports. This Deshaun Watson thing is looking worse and worse for Deshaun Watson, and now... For a prominent member of ESPN, of course, probably the most famous NFL insider, the one that's most well-known, is, of course, Adam Schefter. Well, Schefter is starting to get his ass drug by people out there that is calling him out for an older tweet now in, in regards to Deshaun Watson because it has aged very badly and people want a response. They're demanding a response in light of everything that is now coming out about Deshaun Watson. People want to know, hey, Schefter, where do you stand on this tweet that looks more and more god-awful every day? It looks terrible. Well, let's te check this out. I mean, this person literally said, quote, you have a daughter, dude. Fans call out Adam Schefter for remaining silent as misconduct allegations against Deshaun Watson increase. Sports Kita. In March, Cleveland star, Cleveland Brown star Deshaun Watson faced the prospect of prison time after he was accused of misconduct by 20 women. He managed to escape spending time behind bars after a grand jury in Harris County, Texas, ruled that the prosecution did not have enough evidence to charge quarterback with sexual misconduct it should be noted the investigating police force the investigating people that were put in charge by the police concluded that he had committed they thought more than 10 crimes of a let's just say repugnant nature but the da chose not to pursue this just letting just letting everybody know that far as the police was concerned down there in Houston, they thought this guy was a creep, okay? After former Texan star escaped criminal charges, ESPN's Adam Schefter tweeted the following, quote, this is why Deshaun Watson, from the beginning, welcomed police investigation. He felt he knew that the truth would come out, and today, a grand jury did not charge him of any criminal complaints. Woo, man, that tweet looks terrible now. I mean, it looks, it was bad at the time. Let's be real. Okay, it was bad at the time. Now, it's just flat unacceptable. After being lambasted by fans for implying the quarterback's escape from indictment meant he was speaking the truth, Schefter posted a rebuttal. Quote, this was a poorly worded tweet that deserves proper response 
It was intended to provide insight into the strategy of Watson's legal team from its point of view. I should have been clearer. As legal experts have explained, a lack of indictment alone does not mean someone is innocent. While escaping time behind bars was respite for Watson, his legal woes have only deepened as four more women have filed lawsuits against the quarterback. The latest complainant posted a harrowing testimony about her alleged encounter with Brown's quarterback. Fans on social media are quoting Schefter's aforementioned tweet and are asking him why he hasn't deleted it and why he has chosen to remain silent. And this is what we've been talking about. This is one reason why this gets so much coverage on this channel. Why the hell is ESPN in particular so silent, so quiet about Deshaun Watson? We've got an NFL franchise quarterback. It doesn't get any bigger when it comes to sports stars than the face of a franchise NFL quarterback with 24 lawsuits, 66 proven women that he had encounters with, and the Marxist ESPN of China remains largely, besides a, a quote here or there, or a story here or there, they have not given this the proper amount of coverage. Schefter is part of that problem. One fan pointed out that Schefter's tweet is getting worse as reports of the quarterback's misconduct emerges. This is one of those tweets that gets worse by the day. Another fan said the women's testimonies are the truth and are making Schefter's tweets look even worse. The truth keeps coming out. This tweet looks worse and worse. Wow. This person tagged the ESPN insider sarcastically if there was anything newsworthy to report. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's out there breaking news. He's out there talking about this, but... Where is he breaking news involving Watson? Nothing. At Schefter, hey, at Schefter, care to explain why you haven't mentioned Deshaun Watson since his tweet? Nothing newsworthy worthy to report, question mark? He's all over the news right now. All over the news. And Schefter, the biggest insider in the NFL, is now getting blowback for not talking about this story. Schefter faced a lot of backlash for implying that quarterback, the quarterback had proven that women accusing him of misconduct were lying. One fan who visited the tweet was shocked by what Schefter's tweet insinuated and reminded him, quote, you have a daughter, dude, laughing my ass off. Multiple fans claimed that Schefter's tweet was aging like milk. This John aged like milk that was already spoiled. Aging gracefully like milk. Again on the tweet. Tweet aging like milk. I mean, he's getting destroyed here. Schefter hasn't tweeted about the quarterback since March 30th. A huge shock considering all that has conspired since. Fans question the ESPN insider why he hasn't spoken about the quarterback in two months. Hey, Adam, why haven't you tweeted about Deshaun Watson's story from yesterday? Eight tweets about the Broncos sale. Not a single tweet about Deshaun Watson. Care to explain, Adam Schefter? So, Adam Schefter and Rap Sheet, is there any particular reason you two haven't mentioned 
the 24th lawsuit filed against Watson, waiting for number 25? I mean, he's getting drug here. It's been a rough couple of months for Adam Schefter. The NFL insider was forced to post a rebuttal about a tweet um, for his tweet about Watson avoiding criminal charges and was also called out in the aftermath of quarterback Dwayne Haskins' sudden death. Rest in peace, Haskins, but the headline from Schefter is not called for. And this is the tweet uh, where he got drug over the unnecessary tone um, talking about uh, Dwayne Haskins' failures as an NFL quarterback at the time of death. The tweet caught a lot of flack for its unnecessary tone. Haskins had just died in tragic circumstances, and the analyst was focusing on his recent NFL history. Back to the Browns quarterback, despite reports accusing the fir- former first-round pick of misconduct coming to light, Schefter has been remained quiet for two months. Perhaps he is keeping a low profile until more information comes to light. And they go on to talk about how he's, generally speaking, one one of the more reliable sources. Yeah, I mean, Schefter is absolutely tuned. He knows all these GMs and all these owners. He knows all of them, particularly in Denver, by the way, uh, where he once worked. But there is definitely a massive amount of privilege that Deshaun Watson is receiving right now from the mainstream media. And Adam Schefter is one of the biggest offenders of uh, said shelter, the force field that they have tried to put on Deshaun Watson. And now fans are starting to demand, look, you're, you're the biggest newsbreaker in the business in the NFL. And you're scared to talk about Deshaun Watson? You won't talk about Deshaun Watson? What's going on? You've got all these sources, and you're scared of this story. What's the reason for that? By the way, in case you're wondering, Adam Schefter is woke as hell. I'm just letting that be out there. I think a lot of us know why many in the mainstream media are avoiding this. Like the plague, I'm going to just keep it real. They're scared of being called racist. That's exactly where this is at and why Deshaun Watson has gotten so much shelter on this story from the mainstream media. Yeah, from ESPN. We know they're the biggest instigators of wokeness in all of sports. Tell me what you think, black and white sports fans. Peace. I'm out till next time. Black and White Network supporters, make sure you check out the Black and White Network merchandise store. Link in the description. Use promo code USA First, all one word. USA First, all one word. 25% off now. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. Black and White Sports fans, we're going to be talking about Miami Heat great Dwayne Wade. The former NBA player. I have lost a lot of respect for one Dwayne Wade. As you guys know, Dwayne Wade has a quote-unquote transgender daughter, His son, Zion Wade, now wants to identify as a woman and be called 
uh, Zaya. I believe that's the name that um, Zion now wants to go by. Well, guys, we know that um, women's sports has been under attack. You're starting to see quite a few biological males go over into female sports and dominate. These women stand no shot at beating biological males. Now, you guys know about the uh, Leah Thomas story. Um, also, there's the uh, the cyclist as well. We did a video um, about that uh, last week. Emily Bridges went over there and dominated the women. The women stood no shot. And anybody that says that the state should not be passing these laws, banning transgender women from competing against um, real women, they're calling them bigoted. No, they're not. These laws are needed because there is definitely a push out there, definitely an agenda to destroy female sports. That brings us to Dwayne Wade here. Dwayne Wade is a beta, a 100% beta. And I believe that his wife, Gabrielle Union, has a lot to do with all this, folks. I really, really do. Because when Dwayne Wade's son wanted to identify as a, a female, Guess where Dwayne Wade went? He went straight to the cast of uh, Pose, if I'm not mistaken, he said, and they're full of uh, alphabet people. Well, guys, let's go ahead and dive into this. I'm so disappointed in Dwayne Wade. You can see here, Dwayne Wade blasts bills barring transgender athletes from women's sports. Now, Dwayne Wade was a world-class athlete. Dwayne Wade should know that biological men have a bit time advantage over biological females. Folks, we just have more muscle mass. Our DNA structure is different. It's definitely unfair. That's why Leah, Leah Thomas actually dominated uh, female swimming. That's why Emily Bridges is dominating the women. Now, by the way, guys, Emily Bridges is dominating the men because Emily Bridges is a biological man. But people like Dwayne Wade, they don't want to talk about that. They don't want to talk about the physical advantages. Now, Dwayne Wade, why did you actually play in the NBA? Why didn't you actually go to the WNBA? Because Dwayne Wade knows that he has a bit time physical advantage. Folks, there's no doubt about it. The worst player in the NBA would be the best player in the WNBA, and it would not even be close. I don't know exactly who is the worst player in the NBA, but that player would destroy Brittany Griner and also uh, Dinah Taurasi. And Dinah Taurasi is one of the great uh, female basketball players of all time. She would stand no chance at competing against the worst player in the NBA because there is a physical difference. But um, let's read some of this. And there is a video here I'm going to play as well. It says here, Dwayne Wade is blasting legislation that bars transgender athletes from competing in girls and women's sports, saying lawmakers should, quote, see how it is to walk through this world as his, quote unquote, daughter. The former Miami Heat player whose 15 year old son, I'm going to call him, came out as transgender in 2019 called bills requiring schools to designate sports teams according to the team members, biological sexes at birth 
a joke. This is coming from Dwayne Wade. He should know this is not a joke. Let's play this clip, guys, because this is utterly ridiculous. And the reason this came up is because um, Louisiana now has joined other states that have barred transgender women from competing against biological females in competitive sports. And he called that a joke. Let's listen to this, guys. I mean, just overnight, Louisiana enacted an anti-trans sports ban. It's not the first state to do so. The governor there um, called it discriminatory, distressing. And I, you know, she called it um, anti-trans law when it's actually a pro-women's law to protect them from all of this garbage that's been going on. But let's move on. I wonder what your reaction is and your message to lawmakers in states where these bans are are happening. You know, you're, you, you guys are going through this in your own family, and yeah. I wonder what you think. Yeah, I, I, to me, it's a, it's, a, it's a joke. I mean, I, this is our life. We live this. Dwayne, wait, you so a when joke. you're out there making rules, and if you're not experiencing this, if you're not living this, and you're just out there signing away and making laws, that's not right. That's a joke. Like, come and live, come and live a day in my world with my daughter. Mm. Come and see how it is to walk through this world as, as her. Mm. Right? Like, like I, I just think, like, we, we losing... We, we losing our humane, like we, we losing our, the human side of us. Um, and it's, 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 as sad as it is, as blessed as my daughter is to have parents who, who can support her, I'm still afraid every moment she leaves our house. And not just because of gun, gun violence, but because of the way that people perceive her in this world, right? But the way that, you know, the people who's out there making decisions have now tried to, like, <laughs> I'm like, we ain't got no. He's about to get into the uh, Florida's parental rights and education law. He doesn't name it by name, but this is what he's talking about. Time for me to go into it. I, it just, like, I really, I really don't. We got time. Like, I really don't. It, it doesn't make sense to me, right? It's like everything that, like, we're in this stage and we're in this, we're in this world right now where it's like, hey, we get information. We're learning information, social media. Like, we can find everything we want to know about life, right? It's like our kids can go find all these things. But then it's like, hey, don't talk about this in school. Don't do this in school. Don't do this. Why are we why are we not talking about it? Why are we not educating our kids? Why are we not educating ourselves instead of trying to put, you know, close the book on it? You can't close the book on on what somebody want and how they feel they are. We're not going to close the book on anyone being gay, bisexual, transgender. It doesn't. We can't close the book on that. And that's like I just don't understand. I personally don't understand, Poppy. What it also sounds like uh, Dwayne Wade is into indoctrinating children. This is ridiculous, man. So he's going after the parental rights and education law where you can't indoctrinate children in K two through three. You can't bring up any topics of sexuality, but it seems like Dwayne Wade wants that to happen. And like I said before, Dwayne Wade, you were a world-class athlete and there's no doubt about it that your son is going to have your genetics. So, Let's say that um, Zion, who wants to identify now as Zaya, says, hey, dad, I want to play basketball just like you. You mean to tell me that Dwayne Wade is perfectly OK with his biological male uh, son competing against females in high school? Folks, he would wipe out the competition. But for one thing, Zion Wade is a biological male. A biological male 
with the genes of a world-class athlete like Dwayne Wade, it, the competition, it would be a farce. It would be so disrespectful to women to allow this to happen. But Dwayne Wade thinks this is a joke that these laws actually made passed to protect women's sports. Dwayne Wade, man, you are, you're lost, man. You are 100% lost. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white sports fans, man, I have no respect whatsoever for Dwayne Wade. Anyway, guys, let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to Black and White Sports, and we'll catch you next time. Black and White Network supporters, make sure you check out the Black and White Network merchandise store. Link in the description. Use promo code USAFIRST, all one word. USAFIRST, all one word. 25% off now. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. Black and White Sports fans, we're going to be talking about Jack Del Rio here in this video. As you guys know, Jack Del Rio asked a question that we should all be asking when it comes to January 6th versus all of the rioting and looting that happened for the greater part of the year in 2020. Lots of businesses were burned down. There is no hearings whatsoever on that. None. Now, they're just pushing this whole January 6th thing. And Jack Del Rio just wants to know why are we focusing strictly on January 6th and not all of the rioting, looting and burning and killing people in 2020? That is a base, base question right there. And all he was doing was just asking a question. But obviously, you know, when it comes to Walt Sports, Jack Del Rio has the wrong political beliefs. You're not allowed to question why businesses were burned down in 2020. Oh, no. And the woke Washington commanders, the Washington Redskins now have fined him. Check this out. Over here on ESPN, Washington commanders, D.C., Jack Del Rio fined $100,000 for comments on U.S. Capitol invasion protests after George Floyd's murder. The simple question, folks, and now the Redskins now have fined him. This is utterly ridiculous, folks. Let's read some of this. The Washington commanders have fined defensive coordinator Jack Del Rio $100,000 following his comments earlier in the week referring to the events of January 6, 2021 at the U.S. Capitol as a dust-up while comparing that day to riots, looting, burning, during protests in the summer of 2020. In a statement, Washington coach Ron Rivera said he met with Del Rio on Friday morning to express his disappointment in the coordinator's comments. Quote, his comments do not reflect the organization's views and are extremely hurtful to our great community, here in in the uh, uh, DMV, Rivera said, as we saw last night in the hearings, what happened on uh, the Capitol on January 6, 2021 was an act of domestic terrorism. This is coming from an NFL coach. 
a group of citizens attempted to overturn the results of a free and fair election where we heard that before. And as a result, lives were lost and the Capitol building was damaged. Folks, one person died as a result of January 6th. And that was actually a woman that was shot by the police. Now, Ron Rivera brings up nothing, absolutely nothing about all of the rioting in 2020. The people in Walt Sports, the Walt Sports Media and your dishonest media, they say it's mostly peaceful. They don't say nothing about people losing their businesses and people losing their lives like David Dorn. This is ridiculous. Says um, here also the fine money will be donated to the U.S. Capitol Police Memorial Fund, Rivera said. No police died as a result of uh, January 6th. None. None whatsoever. On Wednesday. Uh, uh, Ashley says here, uh, Del Rio also will address the team Tuesday when the commanders uh, will begin their mandatory three-day minicamp. On Wednesday, Del Rio defended a reply he made on Twitter two days earlier when he tweeted, would love to understand the whole story about why the summer riots, looting, burning, and the destruction of personal property is never discussed, but this is. Hashtag common sense. And they didn't like that. They didn't like that. They didn't like the backlash that they were going to get because it's perfectly okay to go out there and destroy people's lives, their businesses out there in 2020. It's perfectly okay. And Ron Rivera, if he paid any attention, we all know that that, uh, one sits panel is one sided. It's a bunch of Democrats. And if you have opposition to that, you're not, you weren't allowed on there. And I'm not even counting Liz Cheney and uh, Adam Kinsinger, the Democrats. Let's call it what it is. This is utterly ridiculous folks. Ron Rivera allowed to, he just, he was expressing his opinion on Twitter. He wasn't actually on the commander's time, but he was asked a question um, the next day when he was uh, representing the, uh, the commanders and he just said, let's just have a discussion. Oh no, can't have a discussion. We must find you. You must be silenced. You cannot go against the leftist narrative. And now they have fined Jack Del Rio. This is ridiculous folks. Utterly ridiculous. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this black and white sports fans? Let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to Black and White Sports, and we'll catch you next time. Black and White Network supporters, make sure you check out the Black and White Network merchandise store. Link in the description. Use promo code USA First, all one word. USA First, all one word. Twenty five percent off now. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. Black and White Sports fans, let's talk about former NFL quarterback Michael Vick. Michael Vick, I believe, has a future in comedy because what he said today was pretty funny. I was taken back and I had to laugh about this. Now, as you guys know, Michael Vick went to prison for, um, if I'm not mistaken, 18 months. He was out of the NFL for dog fighting. He came back and he actually was um, the understudy of um, 
Donovan McNabb with the uh, with the Eagles, and but he did come back, and he had a Pro Bowl season, really really good. I believe it was 2011. That was the season that uh, Tom Brady actually won the MVP. But Michael Vick had some electric games. But guys, Michael Vick was younger and had only been out of the league for less than two years. Folks, Colin Kaepernick, he's had one workout with a team. One. That's it. One workout with the Raiders. And as far as we know, no no other team has called him. I don't believe that Colin Kaepernick actually wants to play in the NFL. I don't believe that he can at this point. He's been gone for way, way, way too long. 2016, six years. That's the last time we saw him. And folks, he was not good. But I guess now since um he's gotten this one workout, look what uh Michael Vick had to say. This is funny, guys. I'm warning you right now. Check this out on the Daily Caller. Michael Vick thinks Colin Kaepernick could return to being a starting quarterback in the NFL. I, I wish I could actually say I was making this up, folks. I really do wish I can actually say I was making this up. He's had one workout with a team. One. And we know, guys, that he will not be starting with Raiders. He's going to need some other team to actually give him another shot. And I can guarantee you this. It will not be for a starting job. Let's read some of this, guys. Michael Vitt thinks Colin Kaepernick might still have a future in the NFL. I mean, to me, he's going to be holding a clipboard at best. At best. <laughs> the former San Francisco 49ers quarterback is desperately, desperately attempting to get back in the NFL. And he even managed to score a workout with the Raiders. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure the Raiders are also working out other guys as well. Well, does he still have the goods to be a starting quarterback in the NFL? Vitt thinks it could happen with enough time. Well, time is not on Colin Kaepernick's side. He is 34 years old, and he's been out the league forever. This is funny. Michael Vick was actually uh, talking with OutKick um, about this. But he says this, quote, I think it will happen in due time. He's been out of the league a couple of years, a couple of years. It's been six years, man. Where have you been? And he hasn't played in a long time. It'd probably be smart to just come in in a backup role and just play that backup role for two or three years. Okay, this is funny. So two or three years. So he's 34 now. If it's three years, 37 years old, you think some team is going to give him a starting job at 37. I, I don't see this. Closer to 38, really. He goes on. And when you get an opportunity to start, you show that you can play. You win a series of games. You win five or six games. Vic explained to OutKick when asked on OutKick 360 if Cap could ever start again. Now, he's talking about here winning five or six games. Folks, the last time we saw Colin Kaepernick, he went one and ten. One and ten as a starter. But he's talking about here winning five or six games. Folks, let's say that a team does um, sign Colin Kaepernick. I believe he would probably be third string at best. Third string. It would take a miracle 
The starting QB would have to go down and the backup would have to go down. And, and, and it sounds like Michael Vick is talking about, you know, consistently starting like six games or something. It would be monumental. The starting quarterback probably would have to be out for the season. The backup would have to go down for a while. That would be the only way Colin Kaepernick could actually get into a consistent starting role. I don't see that happening, man. I, I really don't. This is a man got, that got bench. Last time we saw him, he got bench for Blaine Gabbert. Colin Kaepernick was not good, and you're not getting better with age, especially when you've been out the game for six years. Michael Vick, this is hilarious, man. This is really, really hilarious. See, when Michael Vick had went to jail, he was still a productive player. Colin Kaepernick was pretty much washed up. He was a bottom third starting quarterback. And now, guys, he is not even close to being a backup, if you ask me. I mean, all we have seen is Colin Kaepernick running around out there, throwing, basically playing catch in the backyard. That's it. Not reading defenses, uh, not having to uh, throw between defenders or anything like that. No, he's not doing any of that. He's playing catch. That's it. I can't believe Michael Vitt just said this. In two or three years, he could become a starting quarterback. Michael Vick, you're funny. You're really, really funny, man. This isn't a 21-year-old quarterback. Colin Kaepernick is 34. 34. I believe he's going to be 35 this year. So is he going to start when he's like 38 years old? No way. No way in the world. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white sports fans. Let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure to subscribe to Black and White Sports. And we'll catch you next time. Black and White Network supporters, make sure you check out the Black and White Network merchandise store. Link in the description. Use promo code USAFIRST, all one word. USAFIRST, all one word. 25% off now. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rodrance for our Black and White Sports. If you're new to the channel, make sure you hit subscribe, punch the like button, and as always, thank you guys and gals for supporting Black and White Nation. Let's do this. <laughs> Attorney for the victims of Deshaun Watson is going after everybody now. Don't blame him after some of the things that have come out of that New York Times article. Again, you guys know we've been covering this since the very beginning. Why? Because the mainstream media, in my opinion, has been largely protecting Deshaun Watson. However, stunningly, the New York Times did their own investigation on this. Real Sports, HBO, got involved with this uh, because it seems that not everybody believes Deshaun Watson is innocent. Right now, a lot of Browns fans not happy with the franchise because they've turned what looked like a pretty good situation, a finally stable situation, 
in Cleveland into a mess. Former Packers executive, now I believe he works for the New York Post, Andrew Brandt come out and said he doesn't see how Watson can possibly take a snap in the NFL this season with these cases still hanging out there. The NFL can't let him on the field. And you can bet the NFL is about to investigate not only more on Deshaun Watson, but now the Houston Texans are involved. And the NFL will be looking into them, I'm sure, because it looks like they, the NFL might have been lied to uh, by the Texans. Let's look at this, because Tony Busby is now suing the Houston Texans as well. Uh, Tony Busby, the lawyer representing all 24 women who has filed civil lawsuits against Deshaun Watson, said his law firm will, quote, soon be joining the Houston Texans organization and others as defendants in the lawsuits against the quarterback. On Tuesday, the New York Times reported that the non-disclosure agreement Watson gave to some of the plaintiffs to sign came from Texans Director of Security Brent Nakara. The Times also reported that the Texans provided a hotel room at the Houstonian. We reported that where several of the massages took place. Quote, what has become clear is that the Houston Texans organization and their contracting, quote, massage therapy company facilitated Deshaun Watson's conduct. Busby said in a statement, in many of these cases, the Texans provided the opportunity for this conduct to occur. We believe the Texans organization was well aware of Watson's issues. Absolutely, I think so too. But failed to act. They knew or certainly should have known. Quote, we intend to make sure all involved in Watson's conduct are held accountable in addition to including Watson himself. The Texans did not respond specifically to the allegations in the New York Times story, but they have said in several statements that the organization was not aware of Watson's actions until March 2021 when the first lawsuit was filed against the quarterback. There were 23 lawsuits filed against Watson from March 16th through April 14th, 2021. One was dropped after a judge ruled each petition had to be amended to include the plaintiff's name. Last week, two more lawsuits were filed against Watson, bringing the total to 24 active civil lawsuits. Let us not forget, let us not forget the 24th lawsuit completely blindsided everybody. The Browns, Watson's attorney, Rusty Harden, didn't know it was coming. And it should be noted the Browns gave him that fully guaranteed contract before that 24th lawsuit was known they didn't know it was coming is the understanding i've heard so i don't know i don't know if that's true or not but that's that's the big rumor out there though two grand juries in texas declined to pursue criminal charges against watson earlier this year the nfl is investigating whether he violated the code of conduct and the league interviewed the quarterback in person last month as part of the its investigation At the league spring meeting, Commissioner Roger Goodell said he thought the NFL was nearing the end of its investigation, but couldn't give a timeline for when a ruling might be made. Houston traded Watson to the Cleveland Browns in March after the first grand jury announced it would not indict Watson on criminal charges. Watson has denied all wrongdoing. What I can't continue to do is tell the truth, he said on March 25th. 
his first and only media interview since joining the Browns, and that I have never assaulted, disrespected, or harassed any woman in my life. And let us not forget what came out in this story that I did yesterday, that the police in Harris County, down in Houston, the investigating officer, the police came away believing he committed more than 10 sexual crimes. The police believed that. And the DA chose to not indict him. But that is what the police found in their investigation. And that was their belief that, in the police's opinion, crimes were committed. Keep that in your mind, okay? That's huge. It's a bombshell, okay? Not to mention 66 women. And people are still coming in the comments section and defending Deshaun Watson. I, I, I just can't imagine. Again, Ben Roethlisberger, times 66. Think about that. And actually, the New York Times said it was more than 100. But they actually literally nailed down 66 of them. Think about that a, a moment. I, I don't know how you can justify that under any circumstances for any NFL player, much less a face of a franchise, and that was Andrew Brandt's point, was how do you put him out there as the face of a franchise with the biggest guaranteed contract in NFL history? The NFL looks terrible right now. They look horrible. And you got a situation, Trevor Bauer, right, wrong, or indifferent, got two years this is still ongoing. People in the league office already do not want him to see the field this year. This is a real mess for the Browns. And now the Houston Texans are all up in this again. The Houston Texans organization is in the middle of this. They're now getting sued. It is now, it's going to be a public nightmare that Sean Watson has turned the NFL into a joke. This is a full-blown, massive scandal. This is a scandal, okay? And um, it's going to be very interesting now. This story came from ESPN. Is ESPN now going to cover this in the way they covered Michael Vick, in the way they covered Ben Roethlisberger? They were on site for Ben Roethlisberger for weeks and weeks and weeks. It was a massive story. I remember it took over every talk show on ESPN, everything. Where is, where is the outrage over this? Watson is being protected by the media. I think we all know why in today's climate that the mainstream media doesn't want to be labeled an ist or ism even though one could contend they look awfully sexist right now. <laughs> I mean I mean these women, what do you what do you wanna what do you want to do here? What do you want to do? It'd be one thing if it was one or two and you could go, well, you know, maybe they are in for some kind of a money grab or something like that. But 24, 66, more than a hundred, what more do you need? What more do you need? Something vilely sinister was going on with this quarterback. And now the Houston Texans are all up in it. I feel terrible for Lovey Smith 
because he's going to have to add, answer questions. I got a video coming on the other sports channel. Kevin Stefanski is now in a position where he's having to answer questions about this. And this looks terrible. They sent Baker Mayfield home from minicamp. Good luck with Jacoby Bursett. Wow. Wow. Massive scandal for the Texans, Watson, Cleveland Browns. And every day now, every day now, it is new information on this scandal. Wow. An embarrassment. And there's some people talking about and bringing up the NFL behind closed doors being mad about this in such a way like they were mad about Ray Rice. Think about that a moment. Ray Rice. Wow. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Black and White Network supporters, make sure you check out the Black and White Network merchandise store. Link in the description. Use promo code USA First, all one word. USA First, all one word. 25% off now. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no holds barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rodrance for our black and white sports. Well, we know Deshaun Watson's case is going to be a major story. It's been a story for the last uh, 12 months or so. He's with the Cleveland Browns now. Uh, every day, I mean, multiple times a day now, news is coming out involving Deshaun Watson. The Texans have been added to the lawsuit. So now the 24 women are suing not only Deshaun Watson, but suing the Houston Texans. I did that video earlier because it was ex they were exposed by the New York Times as allegedly having a considerable amount of involvement in his activities, very possibly when he was with the Houston Texans as a quarterback. Well, uh, we've seen some support. Cleveland Browns um, celebrity supporters, Jim Tomei and his wife, when Deshaun Watson was traded for, they gave up their season tickets. They were like, we're done. We're not going to support this team. Uh, we're not certainly not supporting Deshaun Watson. Well, we got some more fallout here. We've got a very, very big WWE superstar in The Miz who has come out and said, I'm going to support my Browns. He's a Cleveland Browns fan, but he's not going to support Deshaun Watson. And he makes that very clear in uh, statements made about the Cleveland Browns. So let's get to this. This is the guys over at OutKick. WWE superstar The Miz is a diehard Cleveland sports fan. But that doesn't mean he's backing new signal caller Deshaun Watson, at least not publicly. Quote, I'm a huge Browns fan. I've been a huge Browns fan since I was a child. Mike Mazanen, a.k.a. The Miz, told TMZ he grew up in Parma, Ohio, which is a Cleveland suburb. I went to Cleveland Municipal Stadium watching them as a kid. Bernie Kozar, Eric Metcalf, Ozzie Newsome. Man, that's some 
good, damn good Cleveland names. I grew up with such a rich history to the Cleveland Browns. There he is, holding a WWE championship. Four million followers. He continued, I'm a Cleveland's Browns fan, but you're not going to see me wearing a Watson jersey. For those of you living under a boulder, Watson has been accused by 24 women of misconduct. His alleged misconduct has been a pattern taking place during massage sessions, generally with masseuses contacted through Instagram. There are some of the messages. You give me times. What's a contact I can hit you on? Just trying to support black businesses. Okay. All signs point to the mid cheering for his hometown team. Signs Watson, who will almost certainly be suspended by the NFL. Watson and his team has already met with Commissioner Roger Goodell and most expect a decision on a possible suspension to be made prior to training camp in late July, except he met with them before this 24th out-of-nowhere lawsuit came into the picture. Fortunately for the Browns, they're headed to a, uh, the Browns are headed to a Super Bowl win with or without the $240 million quarterback, at least according to the Miz. So he thinks they're heading to the Super Bowl. There he is at the NFL draft. And uh, so the Miz is saying, I'm going to support my Cleveland Browns, but I'm not going to support Deshaun Watson. I'm not wearing his jersey. Look, for somebody to come out and publicly, especially somebody like him, that's going to, he's going to, believe it or not, there's some Deshaun Watson supporters out there. He's going to get some blowback on this. Believe it or not, there are people still trying to do the mental gymnastic to actually support this son of a bitch. After all of these alleged activities have come out, we know it's far worse than 24 women. Uh, according to the New York Times. But here we are, starting to get, like Jim Tomei and his family, starting, we got another celebrity here, another person involved in athletics, sports entertainment, coming out and saying, no, I'm not going to support Deshaun Watson. I'm very interested to see if we get anybody else that's going to have the balls to come out and publicly say, I'm not co-signing Watson. I'm not, I'm not going out there for Deshaun Watson. And look, Cleveland Browns players, I publicly wouldn't say anything because if you do, you will look terrible. There is, look, there is no defending of what's going on here involving Watson, okay? None. No justifiable defense. Um, man, I can't imagine that people are still defending this dude. It's it's shocking. Tell me what you think, black and white sports fan. The Miz said, nah, not Watson. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Black and White Network supporters, make sure you check out the Black and White Network merchandise store. Link in the description. Use promo code USA First, all one word. USA First, all one word. 25% off now. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no holds barred truth on sports. The main event starts now.
I'm back. Rudrance for Black and White Sports. Well, my goodness, as we know, Major League Baseball has jumped all in with the Pride festivities for June. That's right. And this time, we've got the Milwaukee Brewers who have decided to host something that one could construe as not family-friendly. In my opinion, it's certainly not. Wow. You know, taking kids to a baseball game used to be a thing. It used to be a safe thing that you could take your kids to. Now, yeah, not so much. Rob Manford, it seems, has decided to make his sport not so family-friendly for a lot of people. Let's take a look at this. This is crazy, but that's where we are. Family-friendly Brewers bashed for hosting Drag Queen Show at Pride Night event. And even some people that support this Pride Night are giving the Brewers major hell over this. The Milwaukee Brewers are taking heat for including a Drag Queen Show during its June 8th Gay Pride event at American Family Field. The Brewers did make the show a 21-and-over event in response to critics who said that such a show was not family-friendly. Why on earth would a baseball team host any event that anybody could not go to? Why is that happening at all? That's crazy to me. Their sponsor, by the way, Aurora Healthcare, was also blasted for hosting the event and put out a statement celebrating their inclusivity, according to Fox 6. Quote, we are committed to promoting and supporting inclusivity and advancing health equity in our communities. As such, we are proud to partner with the Milwaukee Brewers for the fourth year on Pride Night and to sponsor the Backpacks, Pride Flags, and Special Photo Booth. (laughs) God dang. At tonight's game. The company said, the event includes a drag show with, quote, DJ Drip Sweat and drag performances by Dora Diamond, Beth Ann Body Works, whoa, Dita Vaughn and Marabella. Yes, my wife is looking at me like WTF. The team reported on its event page. This is somebody that's Wow. This is who the Milwaukee Brewers are having perform in their pregame drag show tomorrow night. To say the performance is not family-friendly is um, an understatement. So instead of canceling the show, they decided to make it 21 and over? Wow. Quote, Celebrate our local LGBTQ elemental P community with special appearances, local entertainment, and photo ops, the Brewers tweeted. Happy Pride Month. There is their flyer for said event. Beth and Body Works. Wow. We're celebrating our LGBTQ plus communities at the ballpark Wednesday, June 8th. There it is right there. There's all the drags being queenies. Some fans were not happy at all with the event's plans. Quote, baseball games used to be a place you could take kids. I just said that. One wrote, according to CBN News, Wow, this looks horrendous. Another commenter, while a third wrote, I've been a lifelong Brewers fan. I'm done with them. 
Wow. Lifelong Brewers fan here. Pride Month is one thing, but drag? Question mark. I thought the ballpark was for families. I pray you change your tomb and cancel that part of the event. The right thing can still be done. At Brewers, disgraceful that you're sexualizing children and having a drag queen show at the game Wednesday. This is sick and not part of a normal functioning society. Wow. Why are the Milwaukee Brewers having a pregame drag show tomorrow night? How is this family friendly? Question mark. The Milwaukee Brewers have finally lost all my respect. Drag shows don't even happen at Chicago baseball games. Sad, disturbing, Milwaukee trending down. So it looks to me like they already had the event. Uh, yep, June 8th. That would have been last night. Wow. So, um, man, the uh, Milwaukee Brewers decided to host a drag show as part of their Pride event. This is where we're at, folks. Virtue signaling, Pride events. Can't take your kids to the ballpark for one night. Literally. I mean, never mind the fact that you might not fully agree with said, some of the said lifestyles if you're a Christian. I guess Major League Baseball doesn't want your patronage any longer if you've got actual, you know, uh, a traditional family value set. This is your sports. This is your woke sports now, folks. Tell me what you think, black and white sports fans. The Brewers... Wow. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Black and White Network supporters, make sure you check out the Black and White Network merchandise store. Link in the description. Use promo code USAFIRST, all one word. USAFIRST, all one word. 25% off now. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports.